Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. News team, assemble! And bigger than ever, it's the unofficial 40 from Soonerscoop.com. Presented by the Choctaw Casino and Resort in Durant. Now, here's the entire Soonerscoop crew. Carrie, Josh, Eddie, and Bob. All right, welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, we apologize for not having a pod uh, earlier this week. We had a couple guys out, and uh, we had the spring game, and it was moved up to a Friday, and uh, we had a lot of practice to cover, so uh, we thought it would just get old by the time we could get it up. So uh, we choose to do the post-game pod, which is, uh, I know, uh, what you guys always uh, are interested in as much as anything. So here we are. It's uh, kind of a mashup of the Eskridge Lexus post-game pod and the uh, Choctaw Casino unofficial 40. But, uh, uh, guys, we got to see some football Today it was great. Eddie Radosovich is back from He's his back. Uh, initial trip to the Masters. It was the website did survive this week. I'm yeah, it's good to see. It's to good say. to see. I, I had no doubts that everything was going to be okay, but uh, I'm not going to lie. I I did not miss you guys. Aww. The Masters and uh, Augusta National is pretty unbelievable. Everything you thought it would be. Everything I thought it was going to be surpassing expectations. It's the best sporting event. I. I honestly think the last 48 hours to 48 to 72 hours probably two or three of the best days of my life well eddie i wasn't sure what your mindset was going to be were you so happy that you were there that you'd be okay coming back or so pissed that you had to leave um that you'd be uh, no i i was i was glad that i i obviously i would have gone if i had badges or if i needed to uh but i was glad to get back i probably would have gone back into the pro shop and spent more money that um how much did you i didn't spend? need to this is less than five hundred. Oh, okay. But it was all right. Not more than. Well, that's only a few things I would think. But they're <laughs> well, they're about all about being reasonably yeah. priced. And uh, stuff. Not in the not in the pro shop. <laughs> I mean, not in the uh, not in the gift shop. So you, it didn't, was, you didn't definitely didn't get like a coat or anything. We'll say I I spent in between like four seventy and five hundred. So okay. it was it was worth it. Picked up some things and made TV. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, I knew that they were gonna that camera was gonna follow Kepka, so I said, uh, I'm gonna go stand over there. Definitely. It was Did he fun. hit on any chicks while he was playing? Uh no. He has a girlfriend, so she was I think standing well, that there. That doesn't stop him. Not not what him. Not him. Bruce Kepka is an upstanding citizen. Says Dustin Johnson. Um, so uh the spring game tonight, uh Lincoln Riley, uh very happy after it was over because uh, guess what? There were a lot of people there. And, look, I'm a pretty good judge of uh, how many people are in a stadium. Guessing I numbers. Mean, that's my 20th spring game. Uh, they do take tickets. So, I mean, it's possible that it was a little higher than it looked. Um, but that was, a sta- that was a stadium that was full. There was the north end zone couldn't be sat in because they're still redoing 
uh, all the bleachers in that part. So it was roped off. Uh, you couldn't sit in one bowl of the stadium, but the rest of the stadium, except for the upper decks, I mean, it was pretty much it's person really to person. And they listed at 50,228. And I don't know how much of that was fudged. It was, I'll say this, and I, you know, we put it out on Twitter during the game. I think a lot of people kind of came to this conclusion. It was probably one of the best spring games I've ever attended. And I think that it would be very ignorant if they went back to a Saturday afternoon game. Friday night, even I, I could live with a Saturday night. I think the night game, it's a it's a unique experience, and I think that uh, they for for having to put that thing together as quickly as they did, they did a pretty damn good job of it. Here's Lincoln Riley's opening statement after it was over. Okay, uh, what a great night! I don't know that I've ever enjoyed a spring game as much as I just did that one right there. Um, and the first thing I would like to say is just a, a huge thank you to to our fans, to Sooner Nation. I don't know how many fan bases that you. You literally change a game day three days before, two and a half days before, and then you have an atmosphere like we did tonight. I mean, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, really, really proud of our fan base, the way they responded, proud of our administration, all the work that went into moving this game, uh, our staff, our recruiting staff. There was just so much to do. I mean, it's we could probably write a book, honestly, on the last 72 hours. And uh, they they just did a great job. The fans were awesome. What a fun atmosphere! You could tell our team really fed off of it. They were excited to play. Um, thought there was a lot of good things in the game. Uh, you know, different players, different sides of the ball. Um, looks like we came out of it pretty pretty healthy. You know, got a lot of work, different situations. So yeah, kind of like you would dream the night would go. So what a fun fun uh, week and uh, fun night. Um, this may become an annual tradition, who knows, the, the night spring games here. So we're certainly off to a good start with it. So, again, thank you to all those people who made it happen, and uh, what a special night. And, I, look, I was really curious, Eddie, I know you're in Augusta, but just, just here locally, uh, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's like some people, I think you get some people that want it to be a disaster. They're like, ha-ha, look what happened to you. Uh, you get other people that are like, oh, ah, the bitching to bitch crowd. There's going to be more like the, the you think there is. And I didn't know where I thought 25,000. That's kind of what the number that stuck in my head. And k- kudos to all those people who are like, no, it's going to be more than that. You're wrong. I was wrong. It was it was double that. Uh, but, you know, it's just like we get home and it's 1130. We're doing this podcast and I, I, I rush home. I cut up audio and I got to deal with an asshole on Twitter that's like, you know, mad because oh, you had like it's funny to me that people are mad. I think it's like other fans of other schools uh, that are just kind of jealous, like you know. And then they're and calling spring us, game. If you're bitching about spring game attendance, either way, like either saying it's great or saying it's bad, like either way, you have a very small penis. <laughs> you have a very very tiny dick. If that's like what you're getting off to on a Friday night. It is a Friday night, isn't it? It's like why, why, why would why would that be something that bothers people? Right, exactly. Like, why? I don't know what would go through somebody's mind when you put it out there that what was it like fifty thousand two twenty eight or whatever two twenty one. I I just don't know like what goes through someone's mind like. Ugh. Well, did you see the A and M I'm not believing that. Did you see the A and M attendance? I did not. Yeah, they go check out Ben Baby's account, Twitter account. Shout out Ben Baby. Uh, he took a photo just before it was not starting. great. Oof. Not great, and it I, I, like a- I do understand it a little bit. In that, yes, there are a lot of people that live in Houston that it's hard to get to College Station. I imagine, yeah, at 
whatever seven thirty or whatever Norman's time the kickoff no picnic is. Picnic for people from Oklahoma City. And it really no, wasn't and, today. It was no, and weird. It was yeah. It took me an hour <laughs> forty minutes to get yes. to Norman from downtown. It was from messed downtown. Up. It was messed up. It today. takes me twenty minutes to get down here, and it took me like. Almost two hours. I today. came from uh, Memorial in May, left at two, and I mean, then I got home in forty minutes or so. I mean, to it was Norman. like right around three, where people started tweeting, like it is just jacked it was, up. Yeah, it was really you can't, bad. Can't get anywhere. It was really bad, and then I made and the fatal take- error of going down Sooner Road, which was. It was a nightmare. That everybody's figured that. It was like trying to get out of Augusta. It was like trying to get off Washington. Well, I, I, did go, I did go to the Masters, I, I will the say, it is, it is Friday, and you get that tinker crowd that leaves early. Oh, uh, it was awful. Yeah. It was Sooner wasn't working. Sunny Lane wasn't working. There, It was just a madhouse no matter which, like, which way you went. Good job, to the, uh, good job to the OU fans. And I will say, like, I didn't know how the, how the Lee Bryce shit was going to go down either, but... It was okay, I guess. I don't really not know a what. Very good life singer. I, I don't know what that. the. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the uh, parameters are for right? a. <laughs> it's like okay. for the for the country music, but again, it's not for the recruits. They were in yeah. the back, and as soon as Lee Bryce's set was over, they got that hip hop in the stadium really fast. Like <laughs> before Lee Bryce could even get off the field, hip hop was was blaring. I give, think give credit how fast they took down that stage. Yeah, it was it was nice that it was a smaller stage too, and there was there was only a handful of people wearing camo. In the in the VIP crowd down there, I bet I, I bet there I don't know, I, I there's bands I would pay I, I have paid for a VIP so I'm not judging anyone. That's your thing. That's your thing. Yeah, I mean I I would just say overall it was a successful evening. It was a sex a, a successful evening in every aspect of what you can have i guess as far as holding a spring game and what it was and you know i i bob wrote the story and we it's up on the website right now though that uh, jalen hurts was pretty good for what what it was it was a scrimmage it was a practice let's uh hold off on the quarterback stuff here's lincoln riley uh, quickly talking about just how important this has become uh and you mentioned it early eddie Night game is the way to go. I don't care if it's Friday or Saturday. Don't ever have this game in a Saturday afternoon ever again. The night game has become such a uh, treasured commodity with the way TV has gone and 11 o'clock kickoffs. And uh, that's just, I don't think you're going to stop seeing early kickoffs if you're Oklahoma. As long as, and I'm not shitting on the conference, but as long as you're in this conference, you're going to see a lot of early kickoffs. It's just the way that it goes. Uh, If you go to the SEC is the only way you're going to start getting later kickoffs. But the night game is becoming a rarity, and it was really cool to, to be a part of that tonight and to see it, uh, and Lincoln talked about that afterwards. Uh, our administration's really backed us, and it's, uh, it's been a large investment there, but it's, it's worth it and, uh, because what one great player, what one great student athlete on this sport, on this campus is, is worth to this university is more than probably what we invest as a whole. I mean, it's that big, and so we... You know, it's um, it's taken a lot of work. It really has, and uh, it's it's been. Everybody's had to do their part, and they have. You know, the administration's done it, the staff's done it, and then you know, I'm thankful we've got a fan base that's responded. They they've understood that this is important, and they were here tonight. They were here last year, and listen, this thing's just going to get bigger and bigger. Eventually, we're going to pick a day where we have good weather, and. Uh, and then we're going to have 75,000 people in that thing. But uh, it was pretty darn good tonight. 
And I'll, I'll credit Lincoln Riley. I'll credit uh, Zach Hefley, the entire OU uh, internal uh, you know media department at OU. They worked really hard to to let people know it was a fraud. Like uh, Lincoln Riley came on your radio show. He came on our radio show uh, to promote the fact that this game was on a Friday night. They had the. Why are you smirking? It, it's it's just funny how easy it is to get Lincoln Riley on the radio <laughs> when when, he needs when, when you need when you need something to get out. But no, they did. I mean, they did a a really good job of uh, basically having like to a, change an entire day of work we into one night. We gave him like ten minutes to do a commercial. Yeah, and he did it. Yeah, that's basically what we gave him too. <laughs> they had the players like, video. Oh, by the way, thing. you ever been to the Masters? Oh yeah, but but the the spring game's free, right? <laughs> No, but I mean, everybody worked really hard to promote that thing. No, it was it was a very successful event, and I the video with uh, Kenneth Murray and all of and and, and Grant Calcaterra, Calcaterra, even Creed Humphrey was in it. Yeah, Neville yeah. Gallimore, you know what's funny is, Sermon. Most of those guys didn't play. But. Well, and all that stuff too is it, it's interesting that all that stuff is very simple. Like you know, asking those players to grab them, and I'm sure mm-hmm. it takes you know less than five minutes to put that stuff together as far as. Uh, the the filming of it, and then I don't know. It's just, I'm sure it took it, him an hour or so more. No, but I'm just saying it's like they, I they do a really good job of of promoting the product. I guess in a, is the in best a, way in to a, say it in a palatable way. I guess is the way to say it. Yeah, a compelling way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was a successful night. Uh, so on top of all that and all the pomp and circumstance, uh, you did get to see Jalen Hurts. Uh, go against Tanner Mordecai, the battle we built up into something that never was. Uh, and look, we've said it many times. Like We're not stupid. We know that Jalen Hurts is going to be the starting quarterback. It would take an act of God for that not to happen. But uh, we did get to see them both. And uh, here's Lincoln Riley talking about Jalen Hurts' night tonight. I thought he handled it well. You know, made some nice plays in, in some scramble situations. Uh, made some good decisions from the pocket. Got settled in quickly. You know, he just felt he felt pretty settled in the whole time. So made some uh, gave some guys some some chances to make some competitive plays, and, and the guys really on his side responded and made a good number of those. So uh, yeah, I thought he I thought he did a nice job. Here is Lincoln on Tanner Mordecai. Kind of split the offensive lines up. We put the two, uh, you know, the two. Um, Tanner had kind of the the two better guards or the two first team guards right now. Uh, Jalen had the two first team tackles. You know, and we just tried to make it as even as we could from there. Uh, I don't know. It looked like the protection on Tanner's squad probably wasn't as strong, um, and had a couple of competitive plays on his squad that we just didn't make. But yeah, he. You know, I thought there was a period there. After the first series, there's maybe two series in a row where he probably tried to force a couple of things down the field, trying to make big plays. And then I thought, I thought he showed some real poise there the last couple of drives of kind of just resettling back in, um, taking what was there. So uh, good response for him, and that's that's what you want to see from a young guy. You you start off great, okay, have a great first series, uh, have a couple of tough series, and do you respond or do you go in the tank? And he responded. Uh. Uh, stats on the night, uh, Tanner Mordecai, 12 of 14, 153 yards, uh, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, 11 of 14, 174 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Uh, Jalen Hurts averaged 15.8 yards uh, per completion, whereas Tanner Mordecai had 12.8. But, guys, I just thought Jalen Hurts 
the offense just looked more in sync. It looked more. It looked more in rhythm. It looked smoother with him. I tweeted sync. something during the game, just as far as, and I was being sarcastic, but Jalen Hurst looked like a guy that had played in big games. He was a senior quarterback, uh, and maybe even started a couple games in the SEC. I mean that it, and I was being sarcastic when I said it, but it was true. Like he just he had a better presence about him, and uh, you know half the time he was having to run for his life. I and mean, we can get in that here in a little bit. I mean. Bill Beatenbow's group, they they have ways to go. Uh, but I thought that Jalen Hurts, he, he ran the offense as about as well as you could in a scrimmage slash setting of a practice yeah, is basically what it was. That back shoulder throw to Trajan Bridges. Yeah, it was really good. Nice and early. It, it, it lets really you know, like, for, these, for people that still wonder, can Jalen Hurts throw the ball? Can he have a variety of throws? He's got full command of what he's doing, and as he's getting more and more chances and being taught by Lincoln Riley, you're starting to see what this guy can really do. Yeah, and I I think that, you know, we talk about Trajan Bridges or whoever it is. Nick Basquin, I thought, looked pretty good tonight, his first action in a long time. Uh, I Those receivers uh, between the three freshmen and then obviously Stogner's out there, and you didn't see much of CeeDee Lamb and... Uh, Charleston Rambo and you know everybody that's coming back but uh, Calcaterra was out tonight or held out he wasn't I guess technically out uh, you're gonna you you don't have to have a quarterback that's gonna be throwing you know efficiency wise every time I think these this wide receiver group is gonna be good enough that you can just throw it up there and basically let them go make plays and yeah. I it's gonna be interesting to see how that works out for Jalen Hurts because uh, you know it, it kind of goes into what we talked about, I think, it, during the first week of spring. How much do you need him to be a playmaker as opposed to just a distributor? And if he can be a distributor, uh, this offense, obviously, uh, could be really, really good once again. I, I kind of felt a little conspiracy theorist. Uh, and you should. During go, this game. Yes, go with it. Yes. Because you looked at the defense that Tanner Mordecai faced versus the defense that Jay... And you know what? It might not be... Uh, so much conspiracy theory because Lincoln Riley did say this after the game, which they had some injuries and who knows, who knows, maybe uh, it just so happened that the, the defense that, that Jalen Hurts was going to go against was the beneficiary of all these apparent injuries that, that happened during the week. We missed a couple tackles defensively. You know, we, we were going to play with, we had a pretty physical practice on Tuesday. We lost I think three DBs. I think on Tuesday, one on one, two of them on one play. Um, nothing serious, but not enough to risk playing them tonight. So uh, we were playing with some different lineups there uh, in the secondary. So uh, challenged our guys honestly just to fill the full secondary, especially safety. But uh, uh, you know, we got in the backfield a lot. It looks like there's probably a couple sacks that probably should have been blown. You know, should have been blown dead. So it looks like the. Um, you know, pass rush was pretty good. Um, a couple of breakdowns in coverage, um, but other than that, looks like we moved around. You know, pretty well. Uh, if 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 I had who, to guess, who the hell is Gallegos? If if I had to guess, those three guys he broke up some passes. Tonight. I know. Or, who the hell is he? I told <laughs> I told Nate Fagan we're standing there on the uh, in the end zone. Those are going to be the best plays that kid ever makes on the field at Oklahoma. If if you're looking at Tuesday, those three guys that had to be Trey Norwood. Delarian Turner Yell, but Patrick he was Fields. On, he was saying, "Here's the thing: Delarian Turner Yell was on was on Jalen Hurts' team, so he wouldn't have been a defender against him. Uh, but Trey Norwood must have been on the white team. And well, uh, Patrick Fields and Patrick Fields must have been on the white team. 
Yeah, and he said, did he say that two of the guys got taken out on one play? On one play, yes. And Jesus. I mean, that could have been... It's probably Trey Norwood and Patrick Field. I'm going to say that's Trey Turner Yell being Yale, yeah. the enforcer and hitting, but hitting the wrong the wrong guy. Hitting his own guys. Turner Yell took out both Patrick Fields <laughs> and Trey Norwood. <laughs> there was... I don't know. I mean, obviously the... Uh, the and but, I, it, that, but but back to the point. Here's the thing. Like the okay. Like here was who Jalen hurts. Uh, this was the defense that he was going against. I mean, this shows kind of how messed up it was. He was going against the white defense, as you mentioned. Uh, number like Eric Gallegos. Who is he? He is a redshirt freshman from Frisco, Texas. Uh, he is five foot nine, one hundred and eighty four pounds. Uh, he also had to go up against uh, Lunch Pell Kid, the the stud Robert Charlton, uh, who was one of the corners from Edmond, Oklahoma. I remember Robert Charlton. Uh, track, either he's, yeah, he's, he's a, a track star. Yeah, he's a redshirt senior, yep. so he's been around for a while. Uh, and he's God, a guy that kind of makes me feel old. I remember made, when he got arrived in Norman. He's kind of made some practice waves here and there, uh, but again, not exactly uh, you know all Big Twelve level uh, uh, competition that you're going. And then who is the other guy that I'm thinking of? It was out there that you're just like, hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking. Number 86. Was he on the white team? Yes, Corey Johnson. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Another defensive back, Corey Johnson. So, like, he. Defensive back number 86. He. Uh, <laughs> Seriously? Seriously. I mean, Brian Mead looked like an All American out there for that defense. I'm slowly but surely coming around to the idea that Brian Mead is a is a decent football player. Maybe that's slamming a kid for no reason, but I and and it ha- maybe has to do a little bit with because he's a white kid, but he he he's a big kid. Haven't we had the Matt McCoy discussions like white kids aren't bad? Uh, give us all the white kids you want. Yeah, as- maybe. Oh, you want to build a team of white supremacists? Is that what you want to do? <laughs> no, that's not what I said. <laughs> that's what I heard. Yeah, they all shave their heads for team bonding, I guess. But I went over to Jimmy's house. Uh, but no, Patrick Fields was going to be on the white team, so that was a blow. So uh, it was fortunate that Jalen Hurts got to face sure. the team that he faced. But just watching the game, it was very evident that he is very comfortable with his position with the team. Is that make, is that a, a, I think he's a becoming, right way to say it? Yeah, yeah. He's becoming more comfortable. Yeah. And and maybe it's just because I notice it more like the stuff that he does interacting with uh, guys coming on and off the field and in team huddles and everything outside of taking the snap, I guess, would be the best way to say it. Here's Jalen Hurts talking about kind of his first time out there tonight, really, uh, as an Oklahoma quarterback for the world to see. I think it was fun to be out there uh, first time as a team. Been out there in, a, I guess, a public setting, um, a very game-like setting, competing, um, and definitely going out there without any coaches on the field. Um, think about all the new guys we have, and from young to old, I'm, I'm a new guy. I'm old, and I'm, you know, learning my way around. But um, I think overall, I think it was a, a good, a good productive day for the team. So he's he's not he doesn't fully have his feet, you know, underneath him. I think he's just like anybody that's in a new situation. He is, like you said, kind of feeling his way. But I think today was a really good, you know, tonight was a really good first step for him. It, it was it was definitely a positive, just the way that he was able to carry himself. And then, obviously, just the way that he was able to deliver the ball. I mean, I 
I thought there he had some really nice throws in there. Obviously, the one that Bob brought up about tra- uh, the back shoulder trading bridges. I thought he threw a couple balls, uh, or not even didn't he have one the, to Stogner? Yeah, was, yep, down and the that, sideline. That, that guy's gonna be a if he just even in a damn uniform, he looks out of place. He's so big. He is <laughs> just a monster of a human. Like even with well, not just he in a uniform, but everybody else in their uniforms with him. Was it was it you or? Josh, or maybe it was Bob. I, I can't remember. He does kind of have like, and I'm not trying to compare him to this guy, but if when he adds the weight, he's gonna be like a he's gonna have a Gronk type presence. Baby I think Gronk, do, 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 do. he might he might be. See, I don't even have kids, but I know that joke. <laughs> he might be because of baseball. Yeah. If sidebar, we need to stop having letting people use that for walk-up music <laughs> that doesn't need to happen anymore okay it was andrews wasn't it that yes. did it yeah yes, i think sir. so and he's still doing it yes <laughs> i believe so well that's what you get with the rangers that's probably emily's doing emily jones yeah maybe i like emily a lot that's why i say i that. do too um okay so hertz did talk a little bit also kind of about where he is tonight versus kind of where he was when he first got here i have i have a standard um, expectations for myself. Um, uh, Coach Riley's done a great job of, you know, kind of showing me the way, the other guys the way, everybody the way of, you know, how it's supposed to be. And, um, you know, another unique part about this is you get a lot of guys that are able to watch Baker, you know, Kyler, see them play, you know, sitting out a year or whatever. Well, I'm just coming in and, you know, don't necessarily have a guy in front of me to watch. So I'm watching a lot of film. Um, and I'm learning from all the other guys in the room every time, every opportunity I get to do so. So I think um, I think this is all, you know, the individual efforts, um, the individual stuff comes when you're all about the team and, you know what I'm saying, putting the team first, trying to make each other better, push Where each other. Like so, you know, he kind of goes back into that, you know, leadership process kind of shell from time to time a little but, bit yes. but you can see there's a comfort level that there wasn't there the first time and we more to personality tonight yeah even though he had the, what like a 30 minute presser that first time around like i we, felt more personality tonight like there's not been any personality so far out of him but uh there was a moment tonight when he scored a touchdown uh and he celebrated kind of like you know an in, it was an nba like celebration where he and his teammates went over and uh, posed for a camera in the end zone, and he was asked about that tonight. No, nah, my center, Clayton, um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's different, I guess. <laughs> my, 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 uh, my center, he asked me that same question. I said, he said, when, when did you think of that? I said, well, I just thought about it, so let's go take a picture after we score. And we went and took one, and I told Italy, I told him that, um, Say yeah, I ain't doing that over there at the other place, so at, at Alabama. <laughs> it was something you didn't. So first of all, it was your idea to take the photo, and you decided it during the game. Yeah, it was a fun atmosphere. Yeah. Figured why not? I know, I know my 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 old coach, Coach Saban. He probably got a tune for that one. So. <laughs> By the way, Eddie Pretty has funny. a great gift of that that's already surpassed a thousand likes on Twitter. Really? I need to check this out. Yes. Yeah, it was right. It happened right. It happened right in front of Right time, right right place, right time. Oh, awesome. you mean the uh, the the pose? Yeah. Okay. Yes. It's a pretty funny clip about Saban. Yeah. And it's probably true. 
And then I had a kind of one of the more awkward follow-ups you could have after that. I didn't include in the podcast. <laughs> well, just let it go. It was funny, I thought. You should have asked him, well, is that why you couldn't beat out Tua? You should have jabbed back. <laughs> I don't. He's so stone-faced. Like, I don't even know if he was, like, is that his way of joking around? Right. Like, We're still learning yeah. about him. Yep, for sure. So, yeah, I didn't really know how to react. Uh, we'll probably get to know him over the next 11 times we get to talk to him <laughs> before he leaves. He'll be the Monday luncheon guy, unless he has class or something. I'm not convinced be, he's going to have to take class. It'll be interesting to see if he if he continues to cuz I mean to do that no, what he did to to pose for a picture in the end zone knowing like this is ne- not something I like he talked about watching film a baker like you're playing for a coach that literally I don't know if he knows this he's playing for a coach that got emotional at a press conference because he had to suspend him even though he knew he was going to suspend him for like three plays. After the Kansas thing. Yeah. Like, you can do know. anything you want here, Jalen. Yeah. I, I mean, nobody's going to. They're definitely get not. Mad at you. They're, they definitely don't care about something like that, which I think is one of the reasons why Lincoln Riley's having so much success on the recruiting trail. I think he kind of. Well, let's face it, that would have been a 15 yard penalty. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it would have been a big deal. For sure. But, I mean, they're just out having fun. It's a practice. So it's not that big of a deal. We really need to start working on getting them to resolve that for next year. Just sucking the fun out of college football. That's what the NCAA does. It didn't take long, though, for Bama fans to say, well, that's why you guys don't win national championships. (laughs) (laughs) Did Bama fans really said that? On Twitter, yes. We'll see. That's why you guys don't win championships. Taking time off from fucking their sister. Jeez. I was getting all comfortable (laughs) not being anywhere near... The mark button, but there it is. Uh, now, the, he was very cheerful in the post game. I can tell you that Tanner Mordecai was not. He, he was, had a rough he night. He was not happy with his performance uh, this evening. Um, I mean, obviously, I thought I could do a lot better than that. Um, but I mean, I think the guys like all around got better and uh, took a step forward tonight and uh, watched the film and get better from it. Yeah. Well, I think he was two of two, and then was two of eight. Yeah, that's right. I, he basically was running for his life for half the half the game. Uh, had some poor throws as well. I mean, it, it, he had a rough night. He started getting better. Like that throw he had to Jaquelin Crawford. He was a little late on it, but he still put something on it, got it into traffic, and that was a really nice uh, reception. He did. You know, he didn't have Theo Weiss and Trajan Bridges. I mean, that those were the two best receivers. Well, Trajan Bridges was one of the best. Like, CeeDee Lamb barely did anything. I you mean, almost wonder if he was bang, banged up a little or if they just said, I think they were just this, like, this you, isn't your yeah, night. You don't you know? need yeah. to prove anything here. Like, we're saving you. We're not risking anything. I think that's where it went with CD. His overthrow that led to the Broyles pick. That yeah, was, that was a bad that's pass. That's probably the, bad, the worst throw of the night. And, you know, Lincoln said that. He tried to force things. A little too much, and I guess the positive is that he was able to bounce back a little bit, And but I'm sure he's had much better days than what we saw tonight. Uh, yeah, and, and now moving forward, you go into the summer, and Lincoln was asked about you know his timeline for the quarterback decision, and I, I think everybody's curious about that after what we saw tonight. And obviously, if, if, if spring practices have been indicative 
uh, of that, what we saw tonight, you got to think there's maybe a chance that Jalen could get named starter before fall camp starts. I don't know, but here's Lincoln on it. Not necessarily. I I think the other two fell fairly uh, close together as far as when we did it, but that was more of a result of they were close competitions, and uh, we really – Never changed a rep from going 50-50 with those guys until that point. And so, uh, you know, we'll get back here. We've got one more practice here uh, on Tuesday, and then we'll, you know, take a step back, look at the spring as a whole. Um, this was one practice. It was one, you know, one event. It's a little bit different. It's different schematically because it's pretty vanilla. It's different because of the atmosphere. There's, you know, it's good to evaluate, but it's one of 15, too. So we'll, uh, we'll go back. We'll look at it. Um, We'll get going here in the summer into camp. But the second we feel like we have a guy, we'll do it because it it doesn't make sense to keep going on with the reps 50-50 if you get to a point where you know, hey, it's, 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 we know who's going to be the starter. When, when we know and feel 100% confident in that decision, we'll do it. You know, When that falls, I, I don't know. If it's close, then you, a lot of times you, 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 by a couple of weeks out the first game, then you, you feel like you got to name somebody uh, uh, but if a guy separates, then we'll do it, and we'll go ahead and slant the reps at that point. Mm, so exhausting. Just name the guy. Just name Jalen Hurts the starter. Name him so Jalen can be at media day so we don't have to tiptoe around that. God, that would be nice. I mean, Kyler didn't go to media day. Not fooling anybody. Baker we, only went once, I think. Well, it's even more laughable that he says it after what we just saw tonight. And I, it's one practice. You know, you don't need to didn't Trevor Knight take go to everything media day? out of it. Didn't Trevor Knight go to media day and then he lost the starting quarterback? That job? sounds correct. Yes. Yep. We leave that off the BFJ resume. <laughs> That's not part of the uh, the experience. Surprised BFJ wasn't hanging out at the Masters. He might have been. I haven't seen anything on Insta. You can't take your phones in there. Oh, that's true. That's right. I forgot about that. That's a great rule. It actually is pretty damn cool. Was it like, weird just, to not have your phone? Oh, I reach in my pocket like every five minutes. But it's Boy, pretty cool. Boy, that must cool. have been weird for you because <laughs> you are the first. You've got the pulse. You're the first phone person like that I've ever known that just had their head buried in their phone constantly. Yeah, I got it right now in my hand. So you're my like. phone, that is. This is like you got back from rehab and now. Oh, I've relapsed. Just, I've relapsed so many times. <laughs> you're just. You're just. You know, I was shaking there for a while. It is crazy though, like to not have your phone. Well, just everybody doesn't have their phone, and like to have to seek out the leaderboard to mm-hmm. find out what's going on. They have a lot. They have a lot of those leaderboards around, uh-huh. but you can't tell. You know, like for instance, the tiger thing. Like we didn't know what he was doing on the front nine on Thursday, and then you kind of start talking to people that are around you that have been following him. It's like, oh, the he roars a- just drive you insane. Uh. You can tell when something big has happened. You can tell it's just like okay, what happened, and then uh, they'll put it up on the you know on the big leaderboards. It's you know an actual leaderboard, uh-huh. that the best scores, and so you can see like who and they do it by hand. And it's uh-huh. like right. as the things coming up, you you can tell if it's green or red. It's pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was cool. And then we went into uh, we actually got Berkman uh, tickets on Wednesday, which is <sighs> just incredible. And that's just like a club that has all the food and stuff. Yeah, it's it? off five. It would be the nicest clubhouse in Oklahoma. It's open for seven days a year. Wow. And everything is in it is free. They have replica greens in the back that you can sign up and go putt on 
we didn't do it just because it was like an hour wait. But uh, ticket, there are two tickets to go in there. Supposedly, we're going for twenty thousand for the week. Damn. There you go. It was pretty cool. We did not pay twenty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting ready to say. Hmm. Okay. Uh. So. We've talked a lot about the game that's gone on. Uh, before we get to stock report, I want to hit on uh, recruiting a little bit because obviously that's really what this is all about. And uh, I, I know there's, you know, how I guess the, the easiest way to say this, Bob, is how did this game moving up to Friday affect the Sooners in recruiting? Not much, at least on the negative side of things. Well, all it really did is change the timeline of how visits go down, right? Instead of coming to you got Norman. a 48 hour rule yeah. yeah well instead of coming to norman friday evening and then chilling relaxing and getting ready for the game saturday a lot of them just came straight airport to norman yeah and it's almost time for the game there was in fact uh shane beamer even yeah tweet, i saw that tweet yeah you know, tweeted the photo it was like hey i'm at airport i'm picking up a kid at this moment that's like around four to four yeah, thirty if i would have known i would have stayed at the airport we could have <laughs> got a one-on-one i don't know who he was picking up but I literally had just left when I saw that. But yeah, so they we subtracted a couple names and maybe one Muhammad Kaba that actually felt like maybe OU was making some some ground. So they might end up losing out on him because you're not sure he'll make it until it's way too late. He might already make his choice by the time the season comes. But a lot of kids showed up between one and four. We had one pair of eyes from March 28th, so we'll be on the lookout to see if that's one that goes down this weekend. And then we had one that went down at 6.45 this evening as Lee Bryce was doing his thing. Not saying Lee Bryce is why the eyes went out, but that is the first of the weekend, and it's going to be the first of several as you look at the defensive back and I think offensive line. Two positions to really be watching as I think this can be a great weekend for Alex Wrench and Roy Manning, who spent the last three months identifying the kind of guys they want in their secondary, and now they're about to go get them. Maybe those eyes were that Lincoln Riley uh, had was just, a, was enjoying himself. May, maybe that he had, uh, uh, Lee Bryce had finally admitted that he never played football at Clemson, and he's been lying this whole time. <laughs> Have you seen this? Is that a thing? Oh yes. Yeah, thing. Oh, that, this is a real thing. Yes. Reddit is very upset that uh, Lee Bryce has been considered a, a football player. Yes. And they've Did he actually not? they've actually Did he not play? Th- there's there's no record of him ever playing. Oh, so he never got in a game. He was probably well, he was on never the team, on a roster. Is they oh, they can't wow. even find his name on a roster. So, and but the he's, story that he's given... So he's like the George O'Leary of uh, country music artists? <laughs> yes, and George O'Leary's name was actually brought up on Reddit in regards to this. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't know should, that uh, this was a, a thing. Google search. So this is I right go out up of town alley. for a week yeah. and we have a deep dive. But there's a, there's a really good... It's a good explanation on Reddit because uh, he says he was a long snapper and then he got injured... Uh, and it may have been it, one place he said it was a shoulder. The other said he shattered his, his elbow. Uh, and then I, I will say he's a big guy. Yeah. Yep. He is a big guy. And then he said that they offered him a scholarship, but his arm was so bad that he decided to give up football. And everybody's like, okay, how many times in the history of football do teams offer an injured walk on a scholarship? And then he turns it down. That's not a good look. Not it's, a good look, it's a Bryce. Bad time not line. a good look, Lee. I got some more questions than answers now. <laughs> I bet he says that. I bet he's a big NASA guy too. Man, Eddie, you could have grilled them had had you known about this. 
I just didn't know that this was yeah this, this what, was going around a couple of weeks ago where this kind of I just saw it broke this week out. for the first time yeah. like I mean I'd heard people kind of joke about it but uh, yeah I just started investigating it in the last couple of days very interesting so uh, but recruiting wise I mean uh, you said you know other than um, who's the first kid you mentioned that didn't come in. Brian Breesey. Uh the Breesey kid. And Kaba. And and Kaba. Um anything else out there in terms of I don't know. Uh well, let me ask you this. Biggest names that did come in to watch for. Well, it sounds like the ones that we all sort of believe will commit this weekend have made their way there. Dante Manning, the offensive lineman from the Houston area Aki I we're not pronouncing his name we don't know how to do it so we're not gonna we're do just it refusing <laughs> we just don't Josh is the only one that will no that just, will attempt yeah well, yeah because Josh even said I just call him Aki so we're going with Aki uh you know Jacoby Covington from Arizona yeah. I mean you've got a you got major burns you got Ryan Watts and Ryan Watts announces that he's arrived in Norman by tweeting Home with a question mark. I mean, that got fans fired up right from the get-go as someone to be on the watch for. I think you could see as many as six or seven and maybe as low as like three or four. And sort of what like Riley said tonight, if it doesn't happen this weekend, it's not a bad thing. You know, guys like Stacey Wilkins and Jaden Hazelwood, those guys come uh, come to mind as guys who were at the spring game last year and didn't commit that weekend. But, of course, ended up with the 2019 class. But, I mean, this should be a really nice weekend because it seems like they've they've set it up that way. They could have got some some of these kids to commit February and March, and it sounds like just save it all for this weekend. Let's make it a big deal. We, we got one now. I, it wouldn't surprise me to see two or three more go out tomorrow, especially now that the game is done. And it's kind of – don't you think it's kind of like an alternate plan they came up with a little bit too because – uh, it seemed like Lincoln sent out those eyeballs that you mentioned, like maybe hoping to build this like it was with Trajan Bridges and, and R.J. Henderson, uh, where they commit as they come in for their visit and then get other guys to try and pile on. Uh, but maybe now they just say, maybe tomorrow is the yeah, day. Yeah, you don't want to overshadow the game. Yeah. You know, you don't want to do, do do that. So I, I do think, and the way he phrased his tweet, he said, let's, you know, let's get it started. Everyone knows this isn't a one or two person deal. There's going to be a whole whole weekend, and there's going to be a lot of spots. Wouldn't surprise me if there's maybe a 2021 kid, too, or someone out of left field. We saw that last year with Jerry and Jones, Jalen Knighton. So this should be definitely an exciting four, uh, 48 hours and a, a real busy one for me and Josh. Josh, get back from Disney before Bob kills you. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Stop. Were we going to bring up the arrest at... Disney World. Was there an arrest? I didn't see it. Oh, I, maybe we weren't the, supposed Josh, to say anything. Josh, oh, we got arrested. Is what you're saying? Well, it was his children. <laughs> Laney got arrested. <laughs> Roughhousing. She went after uh, Princess Belle. Belle's always been a whore. <laughs> uh, she was into bestiality. bestiality. I mean, come on. Yeah, I know. We've She's been down sketchy here. Sketchy to start with. Uh, okay, so... Uh, Defense today, it was a mishmash. It's kind of hard to really get a feel. You did see Neville Gallimore make some plays. Uh, Deshaun Watts, Deshaun White made a really nice tackle. You made a, you made a couple nice plays today that I was pretty impressed with. That's was not uh, named Brian Mead. Yeah, true fact. I thought Jamal Morse had a pretty good day. Yeah, yeah. I kind of liked what he had, and I tweeted it during the game. It's 
time to bring back the sledgehammer. The sledge. You ready? I'm ready. I thought. I thought. I did. Thought. I did think Buki played well in the minutes that he was out there, or the snaps that he was out there. I think it was a pretty limited amount, wasn't it? Okay, this is terrible. I guess I missed the fumble. It's because it was the end. We all went into the press room yes. because we're like the scrubs are playing. This is not why we're here. So I didn't see it either. Eddie. No. <laughs> Thank. You. I have no idea what you're talking we're terrible. about. Terrible. I don't. I think it was a running back fumble. At the end of the game. Yeah, there was a fumble. The defense recovered. Shit! It, it had to have been like the last play of the game. Yeah, yeah, it had to be close there to the. Um, okay, so let's go, let's start with defense. Uh, anybody you want to just throw out there for stock up, right off the bat? Mm. Gallimore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that we've heard about. He's got so much potential. If he could ever harness it. Felt a little bit like he was starting to get to that point. He he should be. He should be the leader. He should be the guy. But in the limited reps he had, he looked like the best player out there. I'd go stock up Trajan Bridges. Well, defense is what. We're oh, doing. or just G, just defense. Yes. Um, I thought Deshaun White played pretty well. Yeah. Uh, could could I go combo and say Deshaun White and Brian Osamoa? Because I thought Osamoa played pretty well as well. Did you? I just didn't. I did. I guess I didn't focus too much on him today. I, the only reason I say that honestly is because I he, I looked up. He made a couple tackles there uh, consecutively. It seemed like he. I've got it recorded. I'm really looking forward. I'll probably watch as much as I can before I fall asleep tonight, uh, just to kind of focus in. Because when I'm watching the game through binoculars, I'm watching the quarterback, and it's 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 ridiculous to try and watch the same team play offense and defense at the same really? time. It's yeah, almost it impossible. Is. Um. But, yeah, I mean, you could tell the guys up front did well. Like we said, Brian Mead, I think he's got to have stock. There's a reason why Brian Odom's been bragging on him. Uh, he, he, he's a good football player. He makes plays. Uh, so I, I would definitely stock up. Uh, right. I'd say stock down if we're going to go there. And I was disappointed I didn't see anything from Chance Sylvie today. I think maybe one tackle where I was like, oh, there's Chance Sylvie. He yeah. got he got nicked up early. I, I don't remember if it was like – it wasn't significant enough to – keep him out i don't think but uh he was limping around so i don't know if that i don't know if that means much but um yeah yeah he had four four and a half tackles but it didn't really feel like it you know stock up is you mentioned him quite a few times can you guess leron stokes yes yeah he he certainly looks the part out there he did uh i thought leron stokes i i thought isaiah thomas was back there a couple times that's a name that I think going into 2019 is kind of in that middle section of it's either time to flip the switch or he'll end up just kind of being a career OU player that you don't really know much about. And if I had to pick like a corner, it'd probably be somebody like Robert Charlton. I mean, nobody really. I mean, oh, I thought Edwards. I thought Edwards played pretty well. You're right. Miguel Edwards made some plays. Yeah, I thought Miguel Edwards played really well. And Parnell Motley knocked away one. A pass for that, that from injured him that hurt him. I did think that was weird. I thought it was interesting. Uh, Trey Brown talked about it after the game. It was just the fact that how much they love playing press coverage. He said that we're going to do it a hundred times out of a hundred times. I don't think he's talked to Alex Grinch because Alex Grinch told us this week the only reason he's doing that is to piss him off and you know basically take away any really? excuse that they have and yeah. to get really? them get them prepared for any situation cuz they never never Yeah, he's like, look, we're not we're not playing press coverage 100% of the yeah. time. Right. That'd be insane. Like Yeah, I but he said I'm forcing them to do that right now 
because I want to stress them as much as I possibly right. can. Is it also somewhat of a trying to change the culture just as far as you got to be physical with guys? Well, it's it's you because you hear the speed D, but I think they want to be as physical as possible. I think it's more the way Alex Grinch explained it. It's more like I want to take away a safety net and take away their reason to have an excuse when they don't make the right play. I got you. Accountability yes. has definitely been the focus. Okay, uh, let's move to the offense side where it's going to be much easier for stock up, stock down. I think you got to start with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, you just got to start right. He had a he had a really good day. I'm not saying well, he could have uh, gone he's out there definitely and- a next Baker or, or Kyler, but I was impressed with my expectation. He he was he met and exceeded my expectation level. He could have gone out there and thrown the ball into the ground a couple times and overthrown guys and just not really looked comfortable. It was the exact opposite of that. Yeah. He, he looked comfortable. He delivered the ball on time. He uh, made some really nice throws. Caught Stogner, uh, you know, in a crossing pattern at one point. Uh, threw the one on the on the sidelines that Stogner hauled in. He didn't get Ceedee Lamb on his team, and then Ceedee didn't play anyway. But he made Trajan Bridges look like a stud. Bridges yeah. did too. Bridges yeah, that's is going to be really good. The clear stock up, stock you, up yeah. would be Trajan Bridges. I know Eddie talked about it too, but the back back shoulder, the way he was able catch it and then make something happen too the screens on the outside it just feels like he's the 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 five star that people don't talk about it'll be the one that produces the most that's that guy he's that guy that we saw play flower mound like yeah he's the he he, does every slashes he he cuts back against the grain he's a physical guy like he is a real like he is a different body type but Man, he's he's every bit that Sterling Shepard was as a freshman. Here's a it's here's a perfect example, Carrie. It's like, yeah, he was really good at wide receiver the night that we went and saw him. But probably the play of the night was him just taking the snap and being the best athlete on the field. Out and of he the intercepted yeah. a pass in yep. the end zone and basically just outrunning and out manipulating everybody yeah. on the field. And that that for me that play was one of those that was like, this guy's a lot better than anybody out and here. And physically, you look at him. And that was in high school, but still. Other than C.D. Lamb, he might Came to be C.D. Lamb and Nick Basquin are the only two players. Well, uh, Lee Morris, he beastly. I mean, he's so much better than you think he is, and he was good today. He's a, he stock gets up. a stock up today. One hand to touchdown grab. Uh, but outside of those three guys, I think Trajan Bridges might be the most physically impressive looking receiver on that roster, even more than Grant Calcaterra, who I don't know hmm. the 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 post of the week on the board was. Does he not lift, or is he vegan? It might be vegan. He's California. You want to ask him that this week? Oh, we're not going to get players. Oh, we though. just get coaches. We get. I'll ask him if. Uh, I'll ask him during the fall if. Ask Kel or Gundy. in August if uh, if, if he's he is still skinny. Yeah, if he's still skinny. He's not that skinny though. He's not. He's just. Anyway, we'll um, have to do some summer investigation work when he has his shirt off. Was Adrian Ely creepy? the only guy that had? Uh, yeah, it, well, it's fine. Uh, is Adrian Ely the only guy that had a penalty on the offensive line today? I'll be honest. I didn't even. I didn't even pay attention when penalties were called. How many penalties did they even have today? They only had a couple. I thought at times the second offensive line behind Mordecai gave him a lot of time. Like, it, it maybe it was the defense they were going against. They, but. They had some pretty good protection. At times, it was terrible, but at other times, they gave him a lot of protection. You guys ready to buy into Eric Swenson? Because he's starting to come into the media room more. That's a tough one for me to buy in. Is he going to really be the left tackle? Is he Derek Farniok, part two? 
See? I think he's much better. I and this is, is this race. I don't know. It's it's. I don't really know what I'm basing it off of, but I think he's probably a better football player than Farniak was. I just want to see him go against a really good pass rusher. Like, oh, there's. I mean, there's still some major questions. There I don't know as how far quick as, he is. That's my yeah. thing. I don't know his lateral movement, but I mean. Bebo's not putting somebody out there that can't that he doesn't think can't get the job. Sure. Yeah, and it's clear it's better than Bray Walker and Simpson as he's moved them to guard. So that second tackle spot might might be something. So that, are you are you saying stock up for Eric Swenson right now? I'll say stock up because I didn't think he'd ever factor into anything. I didn't either. And the fact that now they red shirt junior, and now like I said, he's been brought into the interview room twice. That means Lincoln feels confident enough to let him do it. Well, he kind of has to, though. They're, everybody else is a child, and Creed Humphrey <laughs> is hurt. Like, nobody else, everybody else is a redshirt freshman or a freshman. Yeah. By the way, I saw Michael Thompson pulling on a block today, and he he, he demolished somebody. Did he? Yeah. Well, I mean, who was it uh, Who was it last week that we talked to? Was it? I think it was uh, whatever was offensive it lineman we Ely. talked to. Oh, Ely. Adrian Ely, Ely that said that yeah. he, he thought he'd was going to do really well? Maybe it was, maybe I it was, it was Neville. Ronnie it, No, you're right. I think it, it was Neville. Oh, it was Neville. Yeah, it was Neville. It was yeah. defensive line talking about, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'd asked him, like, you know, is he a traitor? And he was like, no, I'm really happy for him. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, outside of that, I don't know, Lee Morris, I mean, God. He's just a guy that you just keep forgetting about all the time. He's just going to continue making football plays. Never Such even crossed player. my mind to request him throughout all of spring. Yeah, there he is. He's scoring a 58-yard, one-handed touchdown grab. It's just to such a weird dynamic game. because he and, and Calcaterra play the same position. They're both really good. It's almost like if Mark Andrews was here, yet there was someone else playing his position that was more productive than he was. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's so weird that uh, we just kind of ignore. If we're going to go stock up with uh, uh, Bridges, kind of got to go stock up with Stogner too, don't you? Yeah. You know who, who I know that Bob is not going to like this? You might have to go stock up for Jeremiah Hall today. <laughs> I He looked a lot better than I... He's gotten big, man. Like He's going to be way. a different role. He's not yeah. going to be your receiver, maybe. He's going to be more of a bruiser. You know who he kind of reminds me of? He reminds me a little bit of... And just the way he looks in a uniform, it reminds me a little bit of JD. Yeah, that's not a bad comparison. I wonder what backs. JD would say about that. <laughs> Would he would he accept that? He's longer, like he's got like a higher waist than JD. Like yeah. he's got kind of like a high butter. He's yeah. kind of like one of those guys. They kind of look the same though, as far as just the way that they present themselves. I guess the the physical traits that they have, sure, the athletic traits that right. they have are more similar. I get it. Outside, Theo Weiss did have a touchdown catch today. Yeah, two. Two, two touchdown catches. Two, two both, from, uh, both from Schaefer, Schaefer. Then, right? As Banner Jason Kersey said, the Schaefer choice. The pride of Canada. <laughs> the Schaefer choice. Hurts and Mordecai, that's risky. Go with the Schaefer choice. <laughs> oh, God. Kersey just got me to snort. Um, <laughs> just idiots. So, yeah, anyway, I mean, let's just kind it's of. All, it is always fun watching Kennedy Brooks run the football team. Yeah, it is. And I it's it's interesting it's interesting because one of Deshaun White's best plays today was tackling Kennedy Brooks all by himself, and I was just like I don't think people realize what just happened there. Like Kennedy Brooks does not get tackled by himself yeah. very often. 
and Deshaun White did it. And I, I don't know, you know, I it, I thought it started out really rough for Alex Grinch. I would say stock even for Alex Grinch after today. Oh, I mean, can we even... He doesn't have his guy. Can we even give a stock well, report? Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, but here's where I was impressed, though. It looked like they weren't ever going to get a stop after the first three possessions or whatever. And that defense is so ragtag and split up. Like, he should be able to play whatever defense he wants right now trying to put this thing together but he had one team that had like four walk-ons playing and they were able to finally start kind of putting it together and getting some stops uh and they did show effort i thought all day so i i think in the end he's gonna we all know he's a perfectionist and he's gonna kind of uh you know fret over all the things they didn't do but i think he should be pretty happy overall that his defense kind of rallied a little bit today it's it's a starting point. I mean, obviously, it's not what they wanted, and it's it's so hard to take away from it because it seems like the offense is always going to win in that type of situation. Uh, but and given the fact that you just never know when a play is really actually over, if that makes sense. Yeah, because I mean, you can only touch you can the quarterback, never tackle the guy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And there were some sacks that probably could have been sacks that weren't called. Yeah, there was one that Gallimore had that they just let. Or at least you would have wrapped the guy up and just held him up or something. So We'll see what Grinch says, but I mean, this last week, he pretty much said he's not putting much stock at all into what happens tonight because he doesn't have a lot of his guys. And then he said the thing that we always talk about, some of the stars tonight might be guys that never see the field again. Yeah. He's very honest. Very honest. If he's like he was, uh, what day did we talk to him, Wednesday? Yes. I might just give him a hug after he's done. Alex, you need a hug. We we haven't been talked to Lou like this in so long. <laughs> we talk about tattooing being number one twenty nine for every player. I was worried that that was gonna go That's sideways. so badass. They need to do that. There's a there's not a big leap from putting a tattoo on people and branding them. They need to start branding players. That'd be sweet. That would be extremely racist. Why? You don't brand people. It's you're almost taking it back to slavery. Michael Jordan had a brand. <laughs> yeah, of the apparel brand. <laughs> no one took a, no, a hot he, iron. Yes, he did. Well, that's why oh, he wore the sleeve. But it was his fraternity, right? Yes. See, that's Corey, different. Same, same with Corey Brewer. Rodney Anderson has that. Uh, he does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Uh, Demarco Murray, I'm pretty sure. Did he is branded? Yeah. But it's, they volunteer to do that for their fraternity. Uh-huh. How bad do they want to win a football game? You really think Buki? You can either go. You really think Buki is going to sit there as Alex Grinch takes a, a, a what do they call a branding iron branding off of the iron, fire yes. and comes toward him? Yes. No, he's yes. not. He's going to say, "Give me my he might do it. Yeah, he might do it if they get the sledgehammer back. This guy. He's sweet. We don't even have to title that. Is this racist? It just flat it out is. is. <laughs> it just is. Okay. Uh, I've been in Georgia all week. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Well, you did follow Tiger, too. Was there any racist stuff? No, I don't on? think so. You get kicked off that course pretty fast. Yeah, you probably would. Did you see anybody get removed by the marshal or anything? Mm-mm. Not even in any the slightest bit. Any stupid screaming after swings or anything? No, you do that, you're gone. Did you follow anyone or just stay at a hole? Did both. Did both. Yep. So when you got on TV with Kepka, you just happened to be 
Yeah, it was, they were the last. He was the, the, one of the last groups. You were right. following him. You were just standing where uh, you were. We followed him on 16, 17, 18 because okay. they were the final group coming off. So I was going to say, you, were, you weren't born when the PGA came to Oak Tree, probably. Well, you might have uh, been four years old. No, I went to Southern Hills, though. And then I went to the PGA, senior PGA. Yeah. I've been to you know the DFW area uh, tournament, the Colonial and the uh, Byron multiple. To times. me, that's one of the my favorite things I've ever done in in spectator sports is following Tom Watson around at the uh, PGA Championship at Oak Tree. It was pretty cool uh, on Wednesday going to the par three contest and Jack Nicklaus and Gary Player and Tom Watson all together. They yeah. always play together now, don't that they? Was, mm-hmm. That was because cool. they were playing together when his son hit the hole in one. Yeah, was that a year ago or two years yeah, ago? It was a year ago, just a year ago. Okay, yeah, that's a cool thing. It was, it was, it was really. Was it cool. insane the people following them? Yeah, and it's such a smaller area, so everybody's yeah. kind of compacted in there. And it's nine holes. Yeah, yeah, nine hole course. So it's 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 really cool. Just a really neat experience. I would uh, highly recommend if you're a golf fan finding a way to go all right well uh we appreciate you coming back to us and yes uh, we got a lot of spray. hey you know what though thank you OU, for moving up the game tomorrow's gonna be one of the great master saturdays of all time yeah you were thinking you were really screwed i know so i wasn't complaining too much when they moved the game um, and the weather's just gonna be awful tomorrow yeah here in oklahoma and in Texas apparently too. So. I didn't just about everywhere. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah, this is. Oh, is that why A and M moved theirs? Yeah, they moved yeah, theirs up because of is, the weather too. So this is like a so nationwide is, system. Is that's Texas playing theirs tomorrow? They are, which is weird. But maybe I think there's is theirs at night. Am I? I might be wrong yes. on that. No, it is. But I, I'm pretty sure maybe it's at the weather is gone by that point for that part of the country. Hmm. Well, what's uh, what's his name gonna do? I I bet he was. Maybe he's behind some burner accounts. Uh, Carrington. Brian Carrington. Brian Carrington, the ghost town remark this week. He getting a lot of He could not have been happy to see that though you had fifty thousand. I wanna right? I wanna see a fight between the coaching coaches staff. Oh, it would be definitely Drew Hill and Brian Carrington. I take Drew. I would too. Oh, for sure. I don't know. Maybe Brian Carrington learned some some moves at Lowe's when he worked there in uh, 2002. <laughs> Learn how to build shanks out of flooring. That's another racist <laughs> comment. Not for me, though. Okay. Uh, anyway, that's going to do it. I uh, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, thanks for putting up with us, uh, for putting together this Saturday podcast and uh, not going Wednesday. And uh, we'll be back uh, with Josh next time to talk about this recruiting weekend as well. Uh, we do have one more day uh it on tuesday to meet with the assistant coaches uh so there is one more spring practice still but uh, it was a great night it was fun to get out there to see jalen hurts uh fun to to see some of the defense play and a lot of the new faces so uh keep checking out soonerscoop.com we'll have more stories videos all that stuff check out our social at soonerscoop on twitter facebook.com slash soonerscoop uh, you can find all of our stuff there and also uh love to have you as a subscriber and a part of our community uh, Soonerscoop.com. Go sign up today. Uh, so for Eddie Radosevich, for Bob Persbello, I'm Kerry Murdoch, and we'll see you guys right back here next time on the unofficial 40 from Soonerscoop.com.